All right, everybody, welcome to the Confession Post podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. I'm Von Dark. Okay, so um, how would you like to kick it off this week? You do the first confession. Um, okay, one sec. I was not ready. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh my god, where was my phone at? Okay, um, was this it? Okay. <laughs> I'll start off soft. <laughs> okay. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Scientific answer is, yeah, I don't know. In science, the egg came first, as the creature in and of itself had not evolved into a chicken yet. If you believe in the Genesis fairy tale, then the chicken came first. <laughs> mm. The chicken or the egg is like a really good, like, you know, no one can really answer that. Well, I mean, eggs didn't just show up of their own volition. No, they yeah. didn't. <laughs> it's part of the. Like, re- oh, hey, I'm an egg. I'm here. What's up? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean,. <laughs> Something had to lay it, right? Like, is it the case that I think they say like birds all descend from dinosaurs, or is it just certain birds? I think like all dinosaurs, like, well, certain birds and all dinosaurs, (laughs) we'll say, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because like, I mean. We all think that they're like reptilian, but we know that there was some that had feathers. Yeah. But like that was certain periods of time. But like we don't know for sure that some of these dinosaurs pre like those like Jurassic, Triassic, all those like sort of things. You know what I mean? Like before all that, like we don't know for sure if they like had feathers and stuff. Actually, I think I've seen something on Facebook recently, and they found, like, a really intact, like, dinosaur, like, with the face on it and everything. It was, like, mummified. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're gigantic lizards. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, and interesting, back then, like, everything was bigger. Like, a a shark was, like, like a semi-truck. And uh, yeah. dragonfly would have been like a had like a meter long wingspan. So everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah most things. It, got, it would have been horrific to be like just us like right now in that time period. <laughs> oh yeah, you would have been eaten so easily. <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of have to like become like some sort of like crazy fucking like warrior, Conan the Barbarian type, you know. Oh, yeah, you'd have to have a sword. You'd have to slay them. <laughs> yep, slay a lot and, like, you know, then you can maybe, like, ride one of them dragonflies places. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, interesting fact about whales is that they originated as a land mammal. And they weren't very big either, but at some point they decided to go into the ocean and from there, the... Uh, they're like, fuck the land. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is, they don't seem to have completely adapted to the ocean yet. I mean, at the rate that they beach themselves, it seems like they're still... They're like... The- yeah, there's like a bit of their DNA that's just like, I'm home. No, wait. <laughs> Actually, sharks do that, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sharks will beach themselves, and uh, some compassionate person will try to help them, hopefully not get bitten in the process, but... Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw. Yeah, that happens in Australia a lot. These little sharks get beached, and a dingo might try to. <laughs> a dingo it. ate my shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A dingo ate my baby. Yeah. Oh my god! And like, it's funny. I think it was like actually kind of a true story. Like. <laughs> it was. I think. I think they actually proved it. That. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dingo really did. But they suspected <laughs> her for murdering her child. But yeah, it turned out it was a dingo because they are dangerous animals. You can't yes. you can't just take a dingo into your home. They're, they'll kill you. Yeah. Also, 
Australia is a dangerous place, period. I mean, it's Man, just... it's all, like, it's full of fucking... Okay, like, I am both fascinated by it and also, like, terrified of it, you know? <laughs> well, the outback is a dangerous place for sure. That's where they're really... Uh, a lot of the animals that'll kill you, that's where you'll find them, I think, out there. Yeah. I guess when you, if you go to Sydney or some place like that, it's okay. Well, uh, yeah, the more highly populated, like, towns and shit like that. Like, if you're going to go, like, <laughs> you're going to go, like, camping, then you better go with somebody that knows the area. Well, apparently, even in, in the outback, even the insects are problematic. Like, fucking flies are, are in your face and... Like like, oh, yeah. a, like you're an Ethiopian orphan or something. <laughs> yeah, and there's, like, stinging trees. Like, literally, like, I believe, like, this is my firm belief, like, everything in Australia is, like, supposed to try to kill you or something. Oh, yeah. Well, also, they, a lot of species have been introduced because of the, the ones who colonized it. Uh, like, mice were never there before then, and there's, like these plagues of mice, like millions of them, if they enter your home, like the floor looks like it's made of mice. And oh, my God. Through. Uh, some guy was like a rabbit hunter, and he introduced rabbits. He had like, I don't know, 17. And then like, I think after like 50 years, there were like millions of them. Of course. Just knowing how like, rabbits... Like, what do you... Like, what do you <laughs> that's what happens with rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have to worry about that reproducing, that's for sure. They're not... No. <laughs> Like, you don't even need 17 rabbits. Like, that guy, like, kind of went a little fucking crazy there. Yeah. 17. Yeah. Like, you really just need, like, two pair. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it won't be near as bad as soon. <laughs> oh, man. And then, I mean, you got to be, you got to get to kill him pretty quick. <laughs> you got a lot of mosquitoes where you live. Oh, man, the bugs came out not that long ago. I got bit up, like, so bad, actually. Well, yeah, like, all my, my ankles, like, there's, like, it's the worst places, too. It's, like, all the, like, it it sucks to, like, I hate it when I get anything, like, around my, like, ankles and my feet, like, bit. Like, that shit is so itchy and like you try to go to sleep and you're like ah and you're like it's so far away like <laughs> oh yeah and I well i remember like, being in amherst which has a marsh so the mosquitoes there were really fucking bad yep they came out hard this year man they like they they were they were out yeah this is pretty good i guess this is like mating season or something so oh Males want to show off how much blood they can suck, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, so we got this, like, it, the Atlantic tick spray. It's for ticks, but, like, it works on them fucking mosquitoes for a good, like, that right? yeah. a good chunk of time. Like, they don't come near you for a bit. I was like, oh, my God, there's, like, nothing around me. This is amazing. Like, you, they kamikaze your face. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. they do everything. Like, they're just, like... Like kamikazing you in the face and the eyeballs, and they're biting you, and like it's just like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, there's it's this too much. With, it's this whole thing with camping. A lot of, sometimes couples when they go camp, well, they probably always have sex, but uh, if you're gonna spray that you know repellent all over you, it's not the sexiest uh, aroma. No. <laughs> it just smells like grade. Yeah, the smell mine, of it. Mine smells like citronella, like hard citronella. It's like. <laughs> well, that's better than smelling like rage. It still smells like bug spray, though. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah. It's like, mmm. <laughs> Maybe if someone could come up with one where it's like they take a perfume or cologne and mix it with the bug spray and make it smell good, that. That, well, that would be like the Johnsons and Johnsons bullshit that doesn't work, yeah. probably. <laughs> Maybe it's the smell that the mosquitoes hate because I know that one way to get dogs to stop biting, you know, to stop barking, is to put on these anti-bark collars where it emits like a, a citrus scent. Oh yeah, they hate that. That's better than the shocking ones. Well, yeah, <laughs> electric shocks, yeah. Yeah, 
I was I thought you were gonna go there. I was like, oh, that's that's way better. <laughs> no, that's that's some puppy mill shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, so I guess I'll do mine now. My first one. Um, yeah, here's a good tipping point to start with. So the titles. This is how I know I'm insane. I'm afraid my boyfriend got me pregnant. I have punched myself in the abdomen several times, jabbed the handle of my dagger into my abdomen, and I've actually inserted a pen into my vagina and up my cervix to make sure. I'm on my period, but it doesn't seem as heavy as it should be. Oddly, it's very chunky. I'm taking this secret to my grave. Could she even do all that? Ah, I don't know. Jabbing a dagger into her abdomen. Well, maybe she just kind of nicked it. Like she said the like the handle. Jab, yeah, jabbed the handle of my dagger into my abdomen. I guess she was just maybe banging against it then. Yeah. The reason I chose this one is because, uh, yeah, even though it's not relevant to us particularly, but in the states they overturn Roe versus Wade. Oh. Yeah. Somebody made the very good point. They said. Uh, it's not going to prevent abortion. It's just going to prevent safe abortion. Yeah. So I mean, this is true. Back to the coat hangers and all that kind of shit, you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like so, they're like they're pretty much sending us into like, what is it like a depression again? <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it's like going retrograde to like you know a hundred years ago all over again. Yeah, and I mean, what's the real point of this? Like, and they they don't seem to have taken into consideration that a lot of women who want to get abortions sometimes it's because maybe they were 13 years old and they got raped by their own father and they don't want to have his baby. You know, mm-hmm. could, they don't they don't even consider there could possibly be a good reason to get the procedure. They imagine. Yeah. The shame that that kid has to live with when he if he finds out the truth of his paternity. Yeah, like there's lots. It's like it's not good. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. Like I mean, or or rape. Period. You know. Yeah. Why should you have a, your rapist's baby? You know. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, abuser. Yeah. You know. And then uh, ectopic pregnancies, which put the mother's life at risk. But I guess that doesn't matter anymore either. Yeah. And one effect actually Roe versus Wade had was that the crime rate went down in the United States because there were less babies being born out of wedlock. And uh, father absence is is a major problem that leads to a lot of criminality. And so now, I guess 20 years from now or 15 to 20 years from now, we're, we're going to start hearing about how the crime rate has gone back up. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we're kind of, well, maybe I shouldn't say we, but Canadian women are are lucky enough that nothing like this has happened here. It's, it's still legal. It's not enshrined as a right. It's still but, like really shitty. Like that's all, all across America, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Supreme Court. Yeah, they overturned it. So, wait, like, what is the exact law? So Roe versus Wade, uh, just, I I, I admittedly haven't read it, but uh, it basically made abortion legal. Um, But in the last few years, particularly, I think, while Donald Trump was president, he made sure that conservatives were elected to the Supreme Court and they were known for their anti-abortion stances, and so they dominate. And and that that was like I think that was really the biggest thing that they wanted to achieve was to overturn Roe versus Wade. So they uh-huh. did. You know, it's it's really a conservative country. I don't think that this is exceptional or unusual there. Conservatives really, I think they dominate the United States. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean. It's uh yeah no no matter what you hear about woke people social justice warriors they don't have the real power there I mean maybe in the media in terms of canceling people 
but at the legislative level, they really don't have that much power. Yeah. And I mean, canceling people is kind of like low, low form. It's like not even the people that like, it's some, well, yeah, it's like social justice warriors, but not like the ones that actually give a shit about like, yeah, you know, the things that matter. <laughs> well, what, all that's accomplished is that they've made liberals look really bad. Like most liberals are actually very reasonable people. They're not out to, you know, destroy someone's life because maybe they said something kind of off color or that was a little offensive years ago. So, uh, yeah, they're not making things better for liberals at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. So um, I guess, you know, this girl is talking about sabotaging the fetus herself. There's going to be a lot more of that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Or there's going to be more and more babies, like, left in dumpsters, left in front of, like, fire stations and police stations. There used to be a procedure, which I imagine must be pretty dangerous. It's called a mustard bath, where basically it's kind of like you... I don't know if it's accurate to say it's an explosion, but it does requ- it does involve basically, you know, killing the fetus instantaneously. And with this uh, kind of I think the mustard substance is similar to what they've used to make mustard gas. So oh. it can do that. And that's really dangerous to the, the mother, of course. So Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, so many... I don't know. They're just a lot of girls are going to die, I think. So it's really sad. Well, yeah, like they're going to like do something wrong and end up bleeding out. Oh, did I mention before my uncle, who was a provincial court judge in Nova Scotia, presided over one of Dr. Morgenthaler's hearings? Who's Morgenthaler? Oh, he was like a a big, uh, he was an abortionist. Uh, He was notorious in the 80s because... He was opening up these clinics and, you know, really fundamentalist Christian types were always protesting against them and issuing bomb threats. And like he, he couldn't get through the door without like a crowd trying to push him out. And there was a lot of drama, like like the reason that he that my uncle presided over his hearings, because a lot of people opposed him opening up this clinic in Nova Scotia. He had one here. He opened up quite a few of them around the country. So there was a lot of opposition to it. And yeah. Whenever someone might call the clinic, it was a whole procedure just to, to be able to make an appointment because all the time he was getting death threats. Yeah. The only thing is, though, I, I applaud what he did. But at the same time, I watched a documentary about him. And they said that he performed 60,000 abortions. <laughs> that kind of stopped me in my tracks a little bit. I was like, wow. That's a Whoa. <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's his cross to bear. If there's any consequences to it, I think, I mean, I respect him for doing it. And nevertheless, um, it was interesting. He was a uh, concentration camp survivor as well. He was in Auschwitz. Oh, crazy. Yeah. All right, uh, so what is your next uh, confession? Okay, mine is big boobs are not fun. In this culture, big boobs are a thing. As a woman with big boobs, let me say it is not a thing we want. I have been saving for three years for breast reduction surgery. It, It's not only the social thing it's the uncomfortable weight on your chest like carrying around two milk jugs pardon the pun (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah are there no are there no bras that women like that can wear that take they cost like three hundred dollars for real like they're really expensive like if yeah. they have double D's or something like that. So, but do they do they support them in such a way that they get rid of that discomfort? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I figured you had to know somebody. Like, uh, I mean, I do know people, but like, I uh, they don't like they make they say that they just like make them look nice. Yeah. 
yeah. Actually, you it's know, it's like you have to get like a custom made to get nice, nice ones, or else you're uh, wearing like granny bras. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Her bra. Something like that. <laughs> Yeah, like it was. It just occurred to me too that, um, I mean, you know, ultimately, men are always going to stare at them. The male gaze is unavoidable. You know, probably a goddamn priest would be staring at them. And mm-hmm. what a drag that would be if, like, a lesbian had huge jugs, and uh, to have men looking at them all the time—that must be a, r- a real pain in the ass. Well, yeah, I guess like. I mean, depends on the lesbian. Because, I mean, like, some of them will wear a chest binder. Yeah, I guess. like, yeah, yeah, and I'll flatten them out a bit, you know? But maybe her girlfriend doesn't want her to get a breast reduction, so. Yeah. <laughs> sure, they must be into tits, you know? They're into I women. Mean, so like, <laughs> comes with the territory, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm, like, by or pan or whatever so like i would assume so like but i like any kind of booby you know <laughs> straight up it's a booby's a booby like <laughs> yeah i can dig it there's <laughs> tit diversity breast diversity yeah it, i mean i i like it when they're around my size because then i don't feel emasculated <laughs> more relatable though. <laughs> I'm like, cause I got like A's, B's, something like that. Like they're not very big, but they're I, they're there. <laughs> I should note too, the only people who object to breast implants are are women. Men really don't care. I've been tossing it around all my life, man. I was like totally on board, and like now I'm just like meh, like <laughs> could care less about that. I rather make my face look younger than my tits. My tits already look young. <laughs> well, you don't look good. The rest old. of my body is fine. It's just like... <laughs> well, you're pretty, on my face. Well, you're pretty well preserved, which I suspect maybe it's because you haven't had kids. Kids will yeah, definitely... Yeah, I think it's that. I feel like... I, I mean, like, I want one, but it's like, I don't know how bad it's, like, going to go downhill after that. Oh, it changed. <laughs> I know someone I won't name them, but uh, they've had a couple, and you know, she meant she told me, you know, everything internally, externally, it takes a lot out of you. And uh, maybe being married also has a way of aging people too. Yeah, I think so. Just the stress that can come along with being married. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like a lot of dudes like get pretty gray. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, my next confession. This is kind of a dark one. It's not sexual or juicy in any way. But... <laughs> so uh, it's titled My Little Brother. When I was nine years old, my brother and I were playing in a field behind our apartments. There were some trees in the field that we often climbed. We had an argument, and while we were up in one of the trees, I pushed him out, and he fell to his death. I told everyone that he had fallen out of the tree on his own. Everyone believed me and never knew what had really happened. It had never bothered me until my son had turned seven. My brother was seven when I killed him. I have started drinking to deal with the nightmares that I have been having for the past five years. I am not sure how to cope with all this and could never tell anyone. Well, kids can be evil um, and they they can have really terrible impulses. Um... I don't think it from the sounds of it, it doesn't seem like it was in his intention to kill me and he even said that. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, ki- I mean when kids bully other kids, I mean they can be really mean-spirited and then there's the whole sibling rivalry thing. Oh yeah. Did you have siblings? I had a step uh sister and a stepbrother. But oh, my okay. stepbrother didn't like really grow up with me. Oh yeah. Was, and was, my stepsister kind of did, but, like, she left when I was young. Oh, yeah, so there was too much of an age gap for you to be kind of competitive with her or anything? Well, no, she, like, yeah, she was, like, 10 years older than me, so it didn't really matter, like. 
Yeah, they say there should be like at least four years between siblings because then they're not in competition so much. Yeah. Yeah, like a 10-year-old and a 14-year-old kind of have different lives, I suppose. Yeah, totally. One's still a child. (laughs) And the other one's like trying to like have a social life, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I know that, like, that makes sense. But, like, holy crap, like, so Buddy, like, just, like, pushed his brother out of the tree and accidentally killed him. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I guess he just didn't know his own strength or it's like, because I know that when siblings are angry at each other, they really feel hatred. I mean, that can get, that those dynamics can get pretty intense. And then, and there are people who, or not friendly with their siblings at all in adulthood either. Uh, especially when a parent dies, I've noticed uh, that that's a experience that can tear families apart. Oh, totally. But I don't think this guy is evil. I, I don't think he meant to do it. Um, I don't know. Well, I guess, I mean, it'd be a good idea for him to go to counseling. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the statute of limitations would make it so that he wouldn't be charged. But I don't know that for sure. But uh, to tell someone you killed someone when you were seven years old, I don't know if they would act on that or not. But I think maybe it's just happened too long ago and there's no real evidence. But it probably help him to to get counseling. And these days, you can kind of do it anonymously online. You can oh yeah link up with these services and just do it through chat. So maybe I'd recommend doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, like, <laughs> it's going to, like, eat away, oh, I'd totally. say. Like, it'll be, like, it's not going to be something good to sit with for a while. Yeah, and he has <laughs> his son around who's seven years old, and he's going to be thinking about how his brother didn't get to grow older while his son does. And so, Yeah, well, hope he doesn't, you know, develop too much of a drinking problem. yeah. Well, he's been for the past five years, so maybe that ship has sailed. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, what's your next confession? All right, so mine is humiliating. I was 17 when I stripped my cousin naked in front of my girlfriends. He was so embarrassed about getting a heart on, is what I think. It says, it's all start out. <laughs> he never said anything. Oh, damn it. There we go. He never said anything to his parents. He was pretty big for a 13-year-old boy. Now, he's scared to be alone with us, but sooner or later, it will happen because there are other girls waiting to see him naked. This is a current thing? I guess. Like... Wow. Well, I mean, I don't know. I would have to categorize that as sexual abuse. Yeah. Consent didn't factor into it, so. I know, right? Like. I don't know. Is it molestation? Is it rape? I'm not sure, but. It's harassment, at least. Sure. (laughs) It's going to be traumatized. Yeah, I'd at least start start off there. (laughs) Well, there are incidents of women committing sexual abuse. That does happen. Um, oh yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't, man. <laughs> when you went like, to, when you went to jail that time, were you ever aware of that going on? No, no, I wasn't in any like jail. Well, I was in a jail cell with somebody, but she was not like in that frame of mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, oh, you were was, just in like a municipal jail, right? Just like a. Yeah, I wasn't, like, in jail, jail, you know, like, (laughs) big birth. Um, Yeah, right. (laughs) I was going to say, fuck, I had something, uh, crap, crap, crap. There was something, like, really relevant that I was going to, like, totally say. What were we talking about? Uh, Humiliating and, like, harassment. Uh, No, it'll probably come to me in a bit. I lost it. <laughs> but anyways, um, this person that's, like, stripping their cousin naked and 
stuff like and <laughs> she's got like basically a lineup of other girls oh Chippendales okay so like this is one of those occasions where I'm like embarrassed that like women act this way but like when women are around male strippers they're like they will tear their clothes off and act like fucking crazy right like they're like rapey yeah, and it's yeah. really bad <laughs> that's not okay <laughs> Well, yeah, like I have a friend who's a drag queen and uh, a lot of women check out those shows. And so some sometimes occasionally throughout the show, like he makes some physical contact with people like not not necessarily sexual, but that's part of it. But some women have gotten carried away. Maybe they were drunk or something and actually like grabbed his his groin or something like that. Oh, God. Just got a little too carried away and. They feel like because they're women that it's okay or that they can get away with it, but it isn't really. I mean, it's no. it's molestation and sexual. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> oh, no. it's not okay. I mean, there are like, a lot. Of, there are a lot of guys in the like BDSM world who want to be to be the sub, who want to be humiliated and abused. Maybe they could check out. I'm, there must be guys who do like cam shows like that. It's got to be a thing on, on like, um, Only the OnlyFans, yeah. And FetLife, probably. Yeah, yeah, FetLife. Does FetLife have, like, live streaming and stuff? I don't know. I haven't been on there in a while. I created it's... a profile and then just never bothered with it again. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I was on there in, I think, Edmonton a lot more than I was, like, here. There's a scene out there. Oh yeah. Like um, <laughs> guy I used to be friends with, he went to what they call munch, where it's like you get together with a bunch of people who are into that and you just not to actually participate in it, but to just kind of have a coffee or something and talk about it and maybe make connections and but he said like um most of them were like older, unattractive people who just got out of a marriage and he just yep. wasn't attracted to them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very popular post-divorce thing to like explore all the sexual shit that your spouse wouldn't engage in. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a thing. Oh yeah. I think that's, that's kind of a midlife crisis in and of itself. The sexual midlife crisis. If you were into that kind of thing, but you always had to, have like vanilla sex. It seems to affect both men and women. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like you don't get to like have like a freeing, liberating like sexual experience ever. And then like now that you're like, you know, in charge of your own shit, you're like, whoa. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. If bondage is your thing, what I've noticed, no one seems to kind of have like a take it or leave it attitude about it everyone they seem to be really extreme you know no one seems to be casual it's just they want to do that and that's like hugely important to them i've noticed yeah yeah bondage rope like there's lots of stuff <laughs> yeah i mean i don't mind it myself well i mean yeah you could do it in only fans where you could just verbally abuse men or something and act like you're Put, put dominating them and I'm sure you'd make money. Yeah, maybe. That may be a good idea. Do you have some of the apparel, like PVC outfits and stuff? I have a few things, but I don't know if I have anything like really on me right now. It'd, yeah. it'd be in storage. Oh, you mean you'd, you didn't bring it to your parents' place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> don't want them to find your riding crop well i don't have any well oh, you don't I have, don't have that like you don't have a whip with spikes on it i have i've had i've had things and they've come and go gone um either through moving or like other partners that gave them to me that i just didn't want to 
remember. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like, you know, if they bought a whip, then that becomes that's that's so personalized with them. That it is kind of yeah. They've got it's got their DNA on it, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's not really transferable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, especially if it's leather, like, if it's, like, got, you know, soft leather and the, like, other part, you know. Yeah. Um, that stuff's expensive, too, right? Real leather? It can be, yeah. Like, I, I guess vegan BDSM enthusiasts must use vinyl, but uh, most of them see Yeah, it. it'd be easier to, like, clean all that shit, too, like. Oh, yeah. Easier. Yeah, I think the pros, yeah, they have to, like, put it in antiseptic or something, unless that ruins it. Oh, yeah, that's true. How do you... I don't really think about that stuff, because, like, I don't even, like, the people that I, like, I've done that with, like, I guess it seemed like a one-time He's except for one idiot. He's, like, fucking... I had to learn him on, like, cross-contaminants because, like, he had a paddle that had little spiky things in it and, like, motherfucker, I'm bleeding, like, so, like, you're, like, literally, like, there's blood on this fucking paddle, like. Oh, yeah, that's no good. Yeah. I mean, it could get infected if it's not uh, washed or anything. Yep. Yeah, it is not a really like I was like I feel unsafe now. <laughs> <laughs> or was he kind of getting carried away too? Oh yeah, no, he sucked. Yeah, <laughs> he is one of those people that just like you know like he buys a few of these things and he thinks he's fucking a dom now. Like, is there a thing that happens where? Because I know about the whole safe word concept. Are there people who like, doesn't matter like? To some, but I mean, yes, like the safe word is a thing. And there are people, like, do they ignore it the first couple of times, like, just to. Oh, yeah, I've I've heard that, like, I've been through that, and anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, that ain't cool. Nope. That's, that's where consent flies out the window, and it's getting rapey. Yeah, and it's like, yo, I said. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of rapey, uh, my next one uh, is <laughs> entitled Husband Showed Me Off Naked. So I was just cleaning out and shredding some old bills and came across a CD-ROM in the bottom of the desk drawer. When I put it into the computer, I found it had dozens of images, pictures of me in the nude, with my hus- which my husband of 12 years had secretly taken of me. Pictures of me in the shower, undressing, sleeping, and so on. I did not know what to think or feel. And then I found some images with printing on them from where he sent them to some websites. And then saved the images off the site again. I looked some of the sites up and now know from the view counters and comments that over 50,000 strangers have seen my pictures showing in my face and all of my secrets. My head is spinning and I am confused as to what to do next. My emotions are all over the place right now. How do I confront this? Should I? Well, maybe uh, press charges. Well, she's probably like, like she's probably owed some money. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm thinking if fifty thousand people saw it, then well, fuck, like she could sue him, I guess. And also, who's who's fapping to pictures of women sleeping? Uh, <laughs> lots of people, I guess. Like, I don't know if that's everybody a- has like a weird, like you can name anything as like a fetish, you know? And it is kind of like weird, rapey, but like I don't know. I'm well, sure, like you could find yourself like a partner that would be like, yeah, no, you can. Do whatever when I'm sleeping. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, what I one thing I think it's hot is like waking up your partner sexually in the morning. But that's, yeah, definitely. That's definitely something you got to clear with them first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Well, I mean, you don't have to clear it with them. I mean, like, usually people will be like, fuck off. <laughs> they don't want it. I've never said fuck off, so. <laughs> like, well, I, yes, please. <laughs> well, I know someone, They she told me that her ex-boyfriend, like, he would have sex with her in her sleep, and she never knew. She never woke up. I don't know what that, that means, what that says about her. But, uh, yeah, she he would tell yeah, her right. the morning. It, he would tell her in the morning that he did, and she said she just wasn't aware of it at all. Wow. Mm. I don't know. Maybe there was, like, so much traffic down there that she went numb. Uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know if that happens to people or not. Like, if you've had, like, so much sex for years and years that, that some of the nerve endings maybe kind of start to wear out yeah i don't know i don't think it's like that (laughs) i mean if you're doing like traumatic like stuff like taking like tons of dicks at a time probably yeah i guess you'd have to be like doing gang bangs and shit yeah like all the holes filled completely up like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whenever i've seen gangbang porn i always i always imagine what the girl's parents would think uh, <laughs> I'm like thinking like what plans did they have for this girl's life did they envision her they, as being, they were like, hoping doctor? she'd become a doctor but hey, yeah it's taking 20 fucking seven dicks <laughs> during a, a diploma at harvard university in her hand and instead she's got like a, a dick in each hand and in every hole and it's a video and people are going to watch it forever but hopefully she gets royalties along with that paycheck yeah. <laughs> well there's one series that's called blacked so you can imagine where what that's about it's interracial uh, they always get the tiniest spindliest skinny little white girl they can find who's like yeah. five feet tall and like 50 pounds and, yeah, and yeah. just brutalize her and so that's what led me to having these thoughts. Like, what one of the girls did like seven guys at a time. So, wow. Maybe she has daddy issues or something. <sighs> I hear a lot of them do, but I don't think all of them do. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or maybe. <laughs> like, I'm maybe not she- even sure what daddy issues exactly means. Like. <laughs> Well, like maybe like not having one or like had a shitty father and wanted to upset him, like wanted to get back at him. Maybe he's like racist. She was, she was like, OK, I'll, I'll know. I know what he'll hate. I'll get. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, a career in porn would be devastating to them enough. But uh, like. Sash- oh, fuck. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Well, Sasha Grace said her parents got used to it eventually, but I don't think everyone would. Yeah, no. Um, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, she was successful at it. She was a star, so. Yeah, I mean, like, there's some, like, people that, like, really made a fucking wicked fucking career out of that, you know? Yeah. Jenner Jameson, Jesse James. Uh, Belladonna. Didn't you know someone who has done porn? Or was that? Uh, oh, no, I'm thinking of Michelle. Yeah. She told me, uh, yeah, the girls, she's not ashamed of it. And she's, she said she's living her best life. And so she's happy. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're living your best life, man. Well, they all like to. Th- I guess a lot of people like to think they were molested as kids or something like that, but it doesn't seem like that's necessarily the case. Like most of the women seem to be pretty strong and have a healthy level of self-esteem. Oh yeah. They're not victims. Not really for the most part. Yeah. So as far as this woman goes, I don't know how you make money from porn anymore because like, Somebody might pay for it, but then they upload those images to, like, free sites. So it, Oh, yeah. Like, there's, like, all kinds of fucking sites you can upload that to. 
Oh yeah. So I don't know how much he I, probably like records or two. Um, oh yeah. Fucking doubting that. I know women who do like live streaming. They tend to make money, but. Uh, oh, that was my earring. <laughs> <laughs> I got headphones on it. Oh, there right, yeah. So yeah, um, yes, yeah, she could press charges, but there's nothing she can do to get rid of it. It's out there forever. Yeah, it's but, like kind of like. <laughs> Sorry for your luck, but it's, it, she's out there. Yeah, like women who appeared in porn in the 80s are kind of lucky because it's it's just gone. No one, people have forgotten about it. However long it stuck around, the magazines went to the recycling plant or whatever. But today, it's just going to echo throughout your entire life. Oh, yeah. No, it'll just stay out in the fucking internet for as long as possible. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, amateur porn is really big now, because if you're not going to make much money off it, why spend money going to a studio to take photos, right? Yeah. I mean, people are taking cell phones, have, like, really high-quality cameras in them now, so. Yeah, the fucking, um, you can, (laughs) I was going to say it, like... (laughs) The, those up the skirt people. Oh, the upskirt videos, yeah. Yeah, man, like they're like they're pretty, I guess like prevalent too, like in some some circles. I don't really do that my, myself or condone that, but um. <laughs> I remember they used to be around quite a bit, and then I think they disappeared because. Yeah. That's kind of in the same league as rape, I guess. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> Easily. Do you, have you ever um, checked out the comedian Hannibal Burris? Yes. So he, he does a joke about going to, like, porn sites like RedTube, and he's saying, oh, like, yeah. a comment section there. And people say, like, the fuck, most fucked up, cre- creepiest shit, like, yeah, I want I want to shit all over her or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love Hannibal. He's funny. Oh, yeah. He's Apparently, really... he's the landlord, eh? He's a landlord? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he exposed Bill Cosby. Did he? Yeah, he was, it was kind of an open secret what he had done, but Hannibal Burris kind of, he was the first person to actually talk about it publicly. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bill Cosby fucked everything that moved. And uh, I don't see why he had to. He thought he had to use drugs to knock women out to do it. If you're rich and famous, you can get lots of pussy. But uh, I guess he didn't want them to remember it. So <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have been forgettable anyway. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, see, often it's the guys who pretend to be so safe and pious and conservative who actually have the creepiest shit going on in the background oh man it's so true like a lot of like a professional dominatrixes i'm sure they'll tell you like a lot of their clients are like straight-laced businessmen and they're not the kind of guys you'd expect yeah yeah like exactly and like fucking like power dudes you know they they want to feel like small though oh yeah you need to feel that sometimes well there are i also heard about this like pedophile sex ring where uh, this girl was a victim of it and she said yeah they were all like businessmen and politicians they weren't the creepy dude on the street in the bushes they were all you know high society people yeah, which is fucked. All right. So. Like that's all your sh- that's all the thing like that's all the people that are like handling your shit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's one girl who said that uh, she feels uncomfortable in the pre- in the presence of a guy who kind of looks like um, like George from Seinfeld because there were a lot of guys like that. So. Uh. Nasty. <laughs> we, so we've come up short here. Uh, we have, but that's okay. We like we've come out 
with full uh, exploding loads. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, roping. On on, <laughs> on other occasions. So it's like every now and then you kind of have to have a little poot that's like... <laughs> that actually reminds me real quick. There was like, there's a meme out there and like it's talking about those like comments or whatever. And like this dude was complaining about the size of the load on this girl. And he's like, how dare you, like, how dare you just poot out this little fucking squeak of fucking jizz on her? Like, she deserves more than that. Oh, my God. There's a series. <laughs> there's a series called Freaks of Cock. This guy, he's he's literally hung like a horse. It must be, like, 13 or 14 inches. And when he comes on these girls, it's like, it's like someone poured a quart of milk all over their head but i suspect it might be fake i don't know if yeah <laughs> it, it must have like a tube wired up or something but i feel like maybe <laughs> like that seems a like a lot <laughs> yeah like a crazy amount he's not able to fuck them in the customary way so he has to just lay down and let them go to work on it but uh the whole series is just him and still entertaining <laughs> but they're kind of like uh what results when a guy's like 16 years old and hasn't done it for a few days and he's got morning wood eyes <laughs> across the room jesus oh yeah <laughs> you, one of you... my fucking boyfriends told me he was jerking off and it like like literally hit him like behind the wall like the wall behind his head it, like yeah, flew yeah. past his face, like. <laughs> Especially if you kind of tease yourself, you like try to hold off a little bit, but you keep going, and then, yeah. But then when you're like 40, that goes away. <laughs> like Robert Shermel said, it's more like a runny nose. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> a runny nose. <sighs> All right, well, with that, I think uh, we'll leave it. We'll wipe our runny nose. (laughs) Yeah. Get the tissues. (laughs) Clean up our mess now. (laughs) All right, man. Next time, we'll have a bigger load. (laughs) Yes, we will. All right. right. Have a good night. You too. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye.